Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Get Your Brave On podcast, season two, episode 1.5. There's a very important reason for me to tell you that today. Hey, it's Amanda Carroll. Today is about contagious bravery from the Ukraine. You've been seeing everything that's going on there that are not on CNN. Stories of real women, real mothers, pastors in the thick of it, choosing bravery to help other people. And I have a very special guest right now, Tina Vasilchek. She's a mom from Roseville, California, a woman from Roseville, California, born in the Ukraine, has family in the Ukraine. And I came across Tina because I saw an Instagram post of a baby born in the middle of a war zone, a woman that was in labor and was having to go back and forth. Can you imagine between a bunker and in labor, safety, and having her baby, and then all of a sudden having to evacuate after that baby was born in the middle of a time where most of us would still be recuperating in the hospital. But this brave woman continues to fight on and serve her country. Tina, this is your sister, Catherine? It's my sister, Catherine. Wow. I imagine your heart is just, I would, my heart would want to be just like ripped out of my chest that I couldn't be there for my sister. Can you tell me the story of your sister and how she gave birth when it was, where it was in the Ukraine? Was this her first baby? No, this is her third biological baby and they adopted two more children. 
Wow, what an incredible brave woman. And you know, this is why we tell brave stories because I believe that bravery is something that is in your DNA. It's not something you inherit from your family, but bravery is something that's inspired and bravery is a habit. So when you hear about people doing strong and courageous, brave things, especially from the Ukraine, I feel it will encourage you to be brave in your life. So I'm hoping you catch bravery. So tell me what happened with Catherine. Um, at 5 a.m., the war erupted over Ukraine. Um, no one expected it, although it was looming over Ukraine. Um, her husband and her woke up, and um, the news broke out that the war has begun. And my sister goes, I need to go see the doctor in pains. So she ended up going to the doctor. He scrambled their pastors in Lutsk, western Ukraine by the Polish border. Um, he needed to take care of the church. Um, so he went about doing that. And then he gets a phone call. I'm getting an emergency C-section under the exploding uh, rockets. Oh, my goodness. Then she delivered a brave, very brave baby boy, Lucas. He is perfect in every way. And he actually doesn't know that by being born, exactly when he was born, will definitely not forget, ever forget his birthday. Um, he is inspiring a lot of people and he is saving a lot of other Ukraine. How is um, he doing that? They um, kept going up and down into the bunker, um, a very cold, damp bunker. Um, they are, were not feeling well for a little bit. They were able to evacuate after a couple of days under the bombs, um, they are recovering, let's put it that way, from the trauma, from the natural, from the birth, and just from being in those circumstances. They're doing good. They're grateful. But they still need prayers for health and safety. So where's your family right now? Um, I have a family in Odessa, Ukraine. It's on the south, on the Black Sea. Uh, my brother's also a minister. We're a ministry family. Our father was with the Assemblies of God. And um, he is in Odessa, Ukraine right now. He sent his children to safety at the risk of never seeing them again. Um, he went back um, to Odessa to take care of the church. So we have family in western Ukraine and also in southern Ukraine. Wow. And okay, so they're not evacuating, not leaving the country now that she's given birth. Why are they not leaving? What are they doing? Um, she told me something that gave me goosebumps and sent chill down the spine. She said, we will stay here till the end. We have people here. We're not going to leave our country. That's not how you fight for freedom mm -hmm. and they are there covering and she's already talking her husband is actively doing it and she's recovering and they're building a refugee camp whoa you're kidding right? me i mean they could be i know that you said earlier that you you might have like offered your guest home or your guest room in your home to them and they yeah. could be there but they're choosing not to both my brother and sister and their families could be safely nestled in our guest rooms. Uh, but no, they went back. They said, we will not leave our people. Okay. I have so many questions about this, but one of the things that I love to do in the get your brave on podcast is to really understand where that root of that brave decision. What do you think it is? Why is it that 
they are so brave. And this new mom, my heart, just my, I just want to cry for her, postpartum. You know, I remember how I felt postpartum, um, trying to learning breastfeeding and all of those things that are that a new mom does. And meanwhile, she's in the middle of a war zone. What is what is it that gives her this decision to be so brave? Such such bravery comes from knowing your identity, your identity in God, who you are what you were born to do, your purpose. Um, they know their purpose and their assignment is just um, her only thing was I told her about all the efforts that we're making to help them. And whenever we get access to them and, and we do, uh, we are figuring out ways. And she said, all we want for this war to stop, they want peace. They want for the people of Ukraine to be safe. They want for people's faith to be strengthened. People are scattered, scattered. My brother is getting people into small groups, whether they were able to evacuate or not. So their whole goal, even if they're lay their lives down, is to strengthen the body of Christ. So, yes, bravery comes from knowing who you are and who gives you strength. Mm-hmm. To me every day is that. I realize that being brave is not an option. It says in Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you, declares the Lord, to be strong and courageous, but then also the promise, but I will be with you wherever you go. I think for me, I understand that bravery comes from when I do something brave, I try to do one brave thing. I have on my planner, I have one brave thing a day that I write down on my list. And um, today was this interview and this podcast. And, and I, I know that I can do these things because God is with me. And I know that I I upset my entire episode content. You know, episode (laughs) two was supposed to be something else, but this was more important. So this is 1.2 or 1.5. It's halfway in between what story needs to be told. This is more important than what I had planned. God had planned something different and he's with me because I haven't found anywhere where it says we should be extra cautious in the Bible. That's not, I have not found that (laughs) anywhere. So can you tell us maybe some more, help us understand as your family's staying to help the people of the Ukraine, building a refugee camp, maybe, you know, what we're seeing on the news is lines of tanks and we're seeing things explode and we're seeing fighting over bridges. What are some of the things that you're hearing that your family is going through that maybe we're not seeing on the television? What we're seeing on television incites fear, and people do. They stand in the gap for their people, so there's no panic. That's exactly what my family is doing right now. They're standing in the gap. They are actually using those words. Do not panic. Everything will be all right. You're not going to die. Those things are important because if we talk about death, if we think about death, that's all will it will consume us it's a fire that will consume us and we will not be brave bravery is it should be i mean being bravery should be a verb to be brave (laughs) it's to do something you can't sit scared you can't hide in the corner and be brave you need to you need to say something even into the atmosphere and you just start moving and helping other people, then you mm-hmm. feel brave when in the dire circumstances like they're doing in Odessa, they're feeding orphans who were relocated. They are filling those, um, making, um, 
sandbags on the beach where a week ago people were strolling peacefully and enjoying the Black Sea, the beautiful Black Sea. So people need to do something. Then fear runs away. Wow. Yeah. So talking about doing things, um, I, I do believe that. And I believe it's a one thing that, you know, if you're in a bad mood or sometimes we're just watching this feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling yeah. hopeless. The secret experts say, psychologists say, is to go do something else for somebody who's got it worse off than you. Do something to help. You know, I, I am not in the position where I can bravely, as your family is doing, build a refugee camp. Right after giving birth, um, but I can help. So, so tell me what you are doing. I, I know specifically that maybe someone like me, a mom of three in California, can truly serve the people of Ukraine. A lot of people reached out. They wanted to know. And I'm telling you, my thumb needed extra prayer <laughs> for all the texting. You know, it yeah. was just, you know, working double time. So, um, we created a group um, of uh, miracles for Ukraine. Okay. Why we called it that way? Because God is doing miracles, real miracles in Ukraine right now, where rockets don't explode. And those are real, real stories where God sends a storm on the sea so the ships can't land and take and occupy a city. Um, so we wanted for the word miracle to be there. So miracles for Ukraine. Each one of us can help jumpstart a miracle. Mm -hmm. um, for example, in a refugee camp that they will be building on Odessa, they're building one. There are already people in the mountains. My sister and her husband are taking care of people in Odessa. They have a capacity to house 200 people. So to sponsor one refugee, let's not think thousands, $50 to house a refugee, and that's very affordable for a week. We can do that. So that is the small miracle that we can send a, uh, to Ukraine, um, that they're on the front lines. We are on the home front. Um, united, we can make a huge difference. And they are so grateful. They know we're there for them. They know we're praying. They know we're doing something. And they're so grateful. They're saying, thank you for all the kindness that we're receiving right now. We need that encouragement. We'll keep yeah. fighting, but thank you for that encouragement that someone is behind us. Wow. So go to Miracles for Ukraine on Facebook and you can see the stories and can how you can help. Is there like a, a Venmo? You said there's something that we can do. How, how are you? Um, if I really wanted to help, how do I get it to you? And then what do you do with it? All right. There's Zelle. Okay. There's Venmo. Okay. You can reach out to us on um, there's a group of friends now that we're doing this together. Um, you can message us um, for more information that you can read all the information on the Facebook. It's a brand new Facebook page. So we just started it. Um, but there is Venmo. There is Zelle okay. um, that you can use for that. Okay, so can you share your handle yet, or do you want to go for Miracles for Ukraine? I know she she just started this. <laughs> like this, yeah. Yes, it's brand new. Yeah. It's like Baby Lucas. It was just born. So it's at Tina-Vasilchuk. That's my Venmo handle. Okay, can you spell that for us? We, yes. I sure mm -hmm. can. At T-I-N-A-V-A-S-I-L-C-H-U-K. Okay, and then what are you going to do? 
with that Venmo and that, that those donations? What we're doing right now, um, we had people go over there. We sent cash. Why cash? The banking system is not operational at this point. Um, we're also afraid that the borders might shut down if there is an uh, if there is an active attack on Odessa. Um, it's brewing, but again, God is holding them off for right now. So we're sending cash. They can buy supplies in Romania or even the neighboring Moldova um, with. Um, with uh, Lutsk, Western Ukraine, the border is wide open, so the supplies can pour in. So we can send uh, money through Venmo or like through other sources, other channels to them right now. Okay. And it's hour to hour. Situation is so fluid. Fluid, it changes um, hourly sometimes. So we're changing. We're flexible. We're being. Un- we put ourselves in the position of mm-hmm. being uncomfortable for their comfort sake at this point. So um, money is priceless right now because we can send tangible help, not just pray. But prayer is probably yes. the first and tangible, uh, do tangible acts of service. Absolutely. You mentioned that, you know, there are miracles happening in Ukraine. Your Facebook group is all about miracles for Ukraine. What are the miracles so far? What have you seen happen? Um. I know our personal friends, um, their pastors in Odessa, she posted on Facebook and she told us a story that there were uh, Russian ships looming in the sea. Um, they were um, uh, waiting to land, first of all, launch an attack uh, from the sea and then get the equipment and the uh, the military to the shore and occupy Odessa in the south of Ukraine. Just as Kiev is, Odessa is as important. Um, they prayed for a storm. Guess what God sent? He sent a storm on the sea. So that would keep the ships away. They kept the, the ships away. They can see them today. Oh. They can visually see them in the sea, but they cannot approach. The, the storm has calmed down, but um, but they have not um, attacked Odessa yet. Oh my goodness. Those, I mean, if you've ever questioned, is God really hearing my prayers? It's like all these things that I'm asking him for help for that is tangible proof right there that God yes. is listening to you. He's answering your, the cries of your heart. Praying, is that really going to help Ukraine? Well, yeah, here's an example. I had a friend yep. once describe it that prayer is like throwing a pebble in a pond. And the bigger the pebble you throw, the bigger the ripple effect we can all have. There you go. I asked my brother-in-law, I said, well, there are a lot of stories on Facebook. Are they true that Russian uh, soldiers get lost and ask for directions from the Ukrainian citizens? He said, yes, it's true. Tanks run out of gas. They ask for directions. Rockets don't explode. They they find their target, but they don't explode. Wow. That's a miracle. Wow. What other miracles are you hearing about? Those are the miracles. Yeah. I, I mean, a, a miracle in itself is um, going against tanks and just talking to them or screaming because they have kids behind them and the tanks turn around and leave. Wow. Okay. So when, before you're laying your head on your pillow at night, before you go to bed, how are you praying? What are the things that you're praying? So help us match your prayers.
I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. I pray a prayer of faith. I, um, when I get anxious, I vented the heaviness of my heart because at first we were numb. There was numbness in our minds, in our hearts, then came heaviness. Instead of being fearful or panicking, prayer is what God tells us to tell him. So I ask him, how should I feel about it in this moment? And I do get how I feel, how I should feel. And I, how I was feeling was that I was supposed to do something that was, that came from one of my prayers. I I don't know where this will lead, how exactly we will do what we want, what we're doing. I know approximately the channels through which we will do it, but that was what God told me to do in this moment. So I think we can all do something, but heaviness, panic, fear, helplessness has to be turned into that's how we become strong and that's how we become brave. Mm -hmm. It's a habit. I believe it's just doing one brave thing every single day and then realizing, Oh, God got me through that and using that as evidence for the next thing. Oh, God is holding the Russian ships back in the Ukraine. Oh, God is having, um, Uh, tanks turn around, tanks run out of gas, missiles aren't exploding. There is evidence that God is answering prayers. So keep them going, keep them going. So what about you? I know you said you were born in the Ukraine. You are Ukrainian. Are you, are you wanting to go there? If it were me, I would, if my sister refused to come home, I would feel like I'd want to be with her. We can't get to our sister. Um, She is not really close to the border. Um, what I will travel to Europe. I'm planning oh. my other sister, our baby sister is in, uh, in route to Europe right now. Oh. And then we're going to take turns because three of the children were able to cross the border. And my mom, actually, we, okay. she's on the way to get our mom. Oh. Um, I would love to go see my sister. <laughs> I would love to see the precious baby boy, Lucas. Yeah. Um, it's not all possible right now. So we're just doing what we're doing. I will travel to Romania and see what I can bring, what I can do. Uh, okay. Um, and then if it's okay, if I share something personal that you shared with me before we started recording the podcast, is that okay? I think, sure. Okay. well, I know that Tina herself is uh, a cancer survivor and all the things that you've been through, um, this is recent, very recent. My yeah. very recent. My last chemo was April 1st. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very <laughs> yes. recent. I just grew my hair back. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's growing back in nicely. 
Thank you. It's beautiful. Um, Thanks. I'm thankful. Praise God that you're got that you got through that. And with all of that and just taking the wig off, which was probably going with your natural hair, and now you're wanting to travel. Like you're just. What is it that's fueling fueling you right now? Well, I felt when I survived cancer, I felt I had more. I had a job to do because mm-hmm. our purpose. Uh, we all have a purpose. Every single person has a purpose on this earth. It only runs out when we're gone. Or let's put it the other way. We are gone from this earth once the purpose is over, once our assignment is over. So I knew I had something else to do. There was work to do. Recovery was hard because I was not doing anything. (laughs) So now I'm strong enough uh, and I even have my hair. And lashes back. <laughs> and lashes back. That's huge. Yeah, you're right. That is huge. You're absolutely beautiful. You're beautiful Thank inside you. and out. And um, Thank you. been fighting back tears most of this time. Um, just completely inspired by the Ukrainian nation and Ukrainian citizens. And if you could leave us with a thought of, you know, I, I can't possibly even think about being as brave as you are being right now. I can give, I can do things. But you know, this podcast is all about inspiring bravery and brave decisions. Mm. So Tina, what is it that you would say to someone who's fighting their own personal battle in life, um, their own war, whatever it is, to not give into fear and choose, as I like to say, to get their brave on? I would say to a person like that, the brave is already in you. It was given to you by God. God created you with everything you need to fight your battle and come out strong. And um, having fought the battle to stand, um, as it talks about in the scripture in Ephesians, about the armor of God. Bravery is acting in spite of fear. The area of our soul is mind, will, and emotions. And our will is in the mix for a reason, because it's a great balancer. Because our emotions can go crazy. Our mind can tighten up and stop us because our fear is paralyzing. It can paralyze you and you can't move anymore. But if you realize where your fear is, that's your area of battle. That's where you engage your will. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're doing this podcast because (laughs) bravery is um, being brave. It's a discipline. You have to Mm -hmm. discipline yourself. You have to put one foot in front of the other. Even uh, through my cancer journey, I knew I had to walk I needed to remember that there are muscles, that they're healthy. And I needed to repeat constantly, you are healthy. The life of Christ runs through your veins. You are healthy. You can do it. And I needed to walk. So um, we need to, um, our faith is a muscle. (laughs) We need to build it. And bravery comes from our faith because we know who we are. It comes from our identity. We know who we are in Christ. So that's the number one thing. We need to find out who we are and why on earth, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. are we here on this planet? Mm -hmm. So bravery, yes, acting in spite of our fears. That's exactly where you need to win. That's exactly where you need to discipline yourself. Yep. 
take it as an assignment. I like how you say that. Um, It's an assignment that you are meant to conquer so you can go help somebody else who's in that similar situation. Thank you, Tina. You're an incredible inspiration. I'm absolutely honored to now know you. And I hope we can get together in person soon. Uh, If you want to help make more miracles for Ukraine happen. Do a little search on Facebook, Miracles for Ukraine. I'll put the link in the notes to this podcast so you can find it easily as well. And reach out to them and Venmo Tina. Um, Tina Vasilchek, T-I-N-A-V-A-S-I-L-C-H-E-C-K. Did I miss anything else, Tina? V-A-S-I-L-C-H-U-K. C-H-U-K. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I can't read my own handwriting anymore. That's the problem. Um, Oh, same. Okay. Well, it's an honor. And if you want more inspiration to live a strong and courageous life, I would love for you to sign up to be one of my brave babes. If you could, um, brave babes get all kinds of access at getyourbraveon.info. There's the brave courses on how to get your brave on. You can get in together. You can listen to my prayers, pray them over your life, and faith-based meditations. You can get it all there and sign up for the Brave Pass at getyourbraveon.info. And please, it would be amazing if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss the next episode, which was planned, <laughs> which is called Circle a Date on the Cal. It's about helping you finally achieve that goal. And I know a way that you can do that from my own personal story. Thank you so much. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email 
to amanda at amandacarol.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life. Like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.